Hi, Kevin McCullough. I want to talk to you about a great family tradition in celebrating the birth of Christ right here in the middle of New York. In fact, at Carnegie Hall on December the 15th at 7.30 in the evening, imagine yourself singing Christmas carols with Keith and Kristen Getty, a big choir, and 2,000 of your best friends here in New York. The Gettys just got their first Grammy nomination, and they're going to have Grammy winner Ricky Skaggs joining them. And then it's going to be an evening of worship and Christmas caroling with Celtic, bluegrass, classical, and modern music all wrapped up in a vibrant celebration of Christmas. Sing an Irish Christmas at Carnegie Hall, December 15th. Learn more at gettymusic.com slash NYC. That's gettymusic.com slash NYC. Hope is hard to find. A new collection of real-life stories from Fox News' Harris Faulkner reveals how salvation came when it was needed most. Faith still moves mountains. Miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer. Order now at foxnewsbooks.com. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. Breaking news as it happens, what it means, and why it matters. Fusion. Amplifying truth. And pursuing clarity. Kevin McCullough, now. Uh, really glad to have you with us. We've got a big show straight ahead. Governor Mike Huckabee will be with us in a few minutes. We'll also check in with uh, Charmaine Yost uh, and uh, talk about some major kind of year-end things that she's uh, watching. But we start with our good buddy Papa John from The Papa Johns uh, talking about divided government. It's uh, Kevin McCullough, and we get started right now. Kevin McCullough. Something interesting is happening with this. Kevin McCullough, let me start with you. I found this thing at townhall.com by Kevin McCullough. The big dog has come out of nowhere. Kevin McCullough. I just want to help people think. Nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. He is playing the role. As, uh, as well as anybody could. Kevin McCullough is a nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. The odds are he's right. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right. Uh, glad to have you with us. Uh, it's always interesting to uh, to get to the end of a Friday in the Christmas cycle. There's so much going on and uh, so much anticipating about what's going to happen uh, after we flip over the first of the year. In fact, we're kind of in the middle of what I call the two Congresses, uh, the lame duck session that is going to be in effect between now and obviously the end of the year. And then uh, what happens once they uh, swear in the new group uh, in January. And there's been some some pretty um, stark things said by the president that he wants to get accomplished before the end of this year. Uh, will he be able to do it? I don't know, uh, but I'm, I'm certain that he certainly desires to. He's made uh, no qualms about gun control and a whole number of things. But in the next Congress, there will be a divided, um, split um, Congress. You're going to have uh, Democrats uh, in control of the Senate, if only by one or two votes, uh, maybe just the tiebreaker of the vice president herself. Um, and then beyond that, you're going to have um, Republicans in slightly more control of the House than the Democrats have been for the last couple of years. I think they picked up two additional seats to what the Democrat margin was. But what difference does all that make? Uh, we talked about it on this show that as soon as government falls into kind of stalemate territory, uh, the market certainly seemed to like it. There's a lot more uh, kind of predictability about outcomes of things. And uh, there's this general consensus, at least on the street, that that stagnation uh, of the two houses not being able to run away with an agenda in one direction or the other is kind of a good thing. And the markets kind of level off and then actually some some positive things begin to happen. But my next guest says, well, wait a minute. What if we look at it from a completely different perspective? And he's no stranger to the business community. Uh, John Schneider is uh, the famous uh, Papa John of Papa John's Pizza. And he rejoins us. Uh, and, John, you, you put a, a, a very good pen to paper in Newsmax.com, Divided Government is Opportunity for Small Business, uh, as kind of the preeminent small business that Papa John's is, because you guys really aren't that small anymore. Um, I know that you came from the viewpoint of the guy that, that you know, elbow greased it uh, from, the, from the get-go. What do you like about Divided Government? And why do you think it is an opportunity for small business? Well, I like the checks and balances. I think the framers did a genius, brilliant job. We put in the three branches to make sure we had checks and balances. So 
that America can be America. I mean, America is America because of the entrepreneurial spirit, the innovator, you know, the small business owner. And when you get out of their way, they'll do their thing and they'll make make America great. Well, in this uh, divided culture, uh, and certainly we, I, I think in the era of Trump and beyond, we've got a, a, a kind of more polarized uh, approach. Actually, that's not fair. That happened before Trump. I'm going to go back to um, f- following Clinton and Bush, we we just we, we just entered a much more divisive uh, kind of atmosphere uh, with the hard left and the hard right wielding more power within their perspective uh, ends of the spectrum. Um, but right now, it it is very because of that kind of extremism. It's it's very unlikely that I, that I think we're ever going to see like anything more than a fifty one forty nine. Uh, government much uh, anymore in the years to come. So what is the solution? If somebody can stop everything that's coming through, how does a party that's in control get an agenda across? Well, you can go back to 1799 and 1800, the turn of the 18th century, and Jefferson and Adams were wailing on each other. So this is the one thing that upset George Washington was the two-party political system, but that's kind of what we're uh, what we have and what we've been stuck with. But the, the key to small business is getting out of the way. There's two things happening with small business that I think are detrimental. One is this inflationary issue, causing costs to go up so rapidly with commodities, uh, fuel, cheese, dairy, uh, labor. And that's problematic because you, you can't raise your prices uh, fast enough to cover the cost. And if you raise them too fast, you, you lose customer counts. Right. The other thing is the mindset. The thing that um, you know Reagan had, even Clinton to a certain degree, uh, of course, Trump, uh, to the nth degree, was they were pro-business. And it's that mindset that I think starts at the top. I think there was 435 new rules last uh, year that added 190 million hours of paperwork to the small business owner. Mm-hmm. The small business owner simply doesn't have that kind of uh, scale to afford uh, excess uh, administrative costs, excess overhead. They're too busy, um, you know, making hamburgers or uh, driving a car or, um, you know, making pizza or doing whatever they do to have all this administrative burden. So we need to get rid of some of the regulation and we need to get rid of some of the oversight. And we really need a pro-business, pro-small business uh, mindset entrepreneurship, and that'll put America back on its feet. You're right about the, the, the hundreds of new rules in just the first year of the Biden administration. And that was building on what his predecessor, not Trump, but Obama had done in his years, more than 2,800 regulations on small business over the two terms. And uh, Trump did what he could to repeal a lot of those, but the Biden people brought them back. And I'm, I guess I'm kind of befuddled by that, John, because if, if we are the country of the entrepreneur, and I think that you, you can't argue that anything else has made the American economy what it is, except small business and people taking a chance on a, on a dream. I, I think that that's proven every day, particularly here in New York. You see all the bodegas, all the shop owners, all the people that said, "Hey, I want to try to I want to try to make it in this uh, you know in this crazy city of New York uh, where I live." Um, and kind of the adage is, "If you can make it here, you can make it anywhere." There's some truth to that, but the government seems to, in the last couple of years take great delight in trying to make it as difficult for that small business owner as possible, but they do it under the label and under the banner of trying to hold big, big business accountable. If we, if we can't get some sort of like honest truth telling about what's going on, how can we fix it? The left's ideology, especially the left elite, all about control and a, a small business owner, an entrepreneur, uh, you're not going to teach that person or tell that person what to think or how to think. The left ideology, they want to teach you what to think. They don't want to teach you how to think. They want to rob the uh, Americans and uh, the electorate of it, their independent critical judgment, their ability to think out of the box. And this administration, along with the Obama administration, understood that small business owners are independent critical thinkers. And so, um, you know, people that can't control themselves try to control everybody else. And the left, with its mask or restrictions or overregulation, uh, their motto is control, control, control. They're not control freaks. They're out of control freaks. And uh, that mindset to try to rob the independent critical judgment from the entrepreneur is uh, the worst thing that can, that can happen to America. So it just comes along with their ideology. They want to control you, like China, communism with the, the mask and some of the other restrictions and lockdown. That's government's way of controlling 
the people versus letting the free markets and the the free enterprise, freedom of speech, uh, you know, do what it does. And that is what's made this country the greatest country in the world. Yeah. Uh, We're speaking with Papa John Schnatter uh, and the uh, I'm always I'm always thrilled to talk to you, uh, John, because as a college student, uh, one of my favorite things was on Fridays to, to order Papa John's and to dip that crust into that garlic butter sauce. And uh, you're not you're not willing to give us the recipe for that on the air today, are you? I'm just I'm I'm asking I'm begging, please. <laughs> We've been doing that since Dad's Tavern in 1984, but really the recipe is quite simple. It's uh, a little margin, a little uh, salt, a little garlic, uh, a little garlic and salt. Oh That's man, kind of it, a simple recipe. It made many a college night for me, uh, unforgettable, and uh, added a few pounds to my frame over the years as well, but. Uh, John, we appreciate your article in Newsmax. I'm going to tell everybody to go read it. Uh, Divided government is opportunity for small business. And he has some very practical suggestions there about lowering taxes and pursuing common sense solutions, which, of course, is what we need more of in uh, government today. John, thank you so much for being with us. All right, Kevin. Thank you. You Have a great day. Kevin McCullough, coming right back. Don't go away. Hi, Kevin McCullough. As the holidays approach, think of those in need this year. If you're looking to give back to the less fortunate this holiday season, think local with the Bowery Mission. We've been partnering with Bowery for years because of the wonderful work they do in the community. Like last year, they provided 258,000 meals, 50,000 plus nights of shelter, tens of thousands of pieces of clothing, and 42,000 emergency showers. The Bowery Mission is focused on creating a place of radical hospitality to ensure a calm and safe environment. Think of the Bowery Mission as a bridge for people People experiencing homelessness, providing those meals, showers, shelter, and opportunity for individuals to rebuild their lives in a caring community. The Bowery Mission's overnight shelter offers basic need service, hot showers, food, hygiene products, and sleep overnight on a comfortable mattress made with freshly laundered linens. New York City's right to shelter rule has been in place for decades and has provided temporary relief to many who would otherwise spend cold nights on the street. And places like the Bowery Mission need your support to help those in need. So visit Bowery.org and donate right now. Listen to Tim Kennedy and It's Just a Mortgage, Saturday afternoons at 5. Learn about reverse mortgages. Tim is a certified reverse mortgage professional with U.S. Mortgage Corporation. Have equity in your home? Will a reverse mortgage line of credit benefit you and your family? Visit TimTalksReverse.com or call 631-750-0520. There are misconceptions about reverse mortgages. Will I lose my home? Do I give up home ownership? Will my children be burdened with debt? None of these are true. A reverse mortgage line of credit may help you achieve specific goals, the ability to age in place, maintain financial independence, or plan for a more safe and secure retirement. TimTalksReverse.com or 631-750-0520. Listen to It's Just a Mortgage every Saturday afternoon at 5 on AM 970, The Answer, and AM 570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission, WMCA. It's Just a Mortgage with Tim Kennedy. Download the AM570 The Mission mobile app on iTunes, Google Play, or listen on WMCA.com, TuneIn, iHeart, Alexa, or Odyssey.com. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Would you like a career in the legal field making great money without having to go to law school? (laughs) One that allows you the flexibility to choose where you work, for whom, and how frequently? Well, there's a high-powered and lucrative career that you really do need to know about. Court reporting. Court reporters and captioners are in higher demand than ever before. Court systems, schools, television stations, they're all looking for these professionals to record and caption everything from depositions to court cases to live events. The NCRA has partnered up with Plaza College to offer a free two-week virtual seminar that gives you a glimpse into the world of court reporting and captioning. The program is called A to Z, and it's being offered free and can be completed from the convenience of your home. Sign up today by emailing info at plazacollege.edu. That's I-N-F-O at plazacollege.edu. Info at plazacollege.edu. Do you want to send your child to a Christian school but are overwhelmed by the cost? Then WMCA's discount tuition program may be right for you. The discount tuition program is a way for parents to send their children to a quality Christian school at half the cost of the annual tuition. We've partnered up with some of the leading schools in the New York, New Jersey metro area to help parents to reduce the costs and still have their children receive a quality, faith-based education. Here are just a few of the participating schools. Gateway Academy. Upper Room Christian School, Bergen County Christian Academy. 
You can see the full list of participating schools at WMCA.com. WMCA is also offering each school the opportunity to promote their school with a full radio advertising campaign. For more information on how you can send your children to a Christian school at half the cost of the annual tuition or how you can get your school enrolled in the program, go to WMCA.com or call Rachel at 212-857-9630. That's 212-857-9630. Listen to Pray for the Nations every Sunday at 1.30 p.m. with Pastor David Hernquist of Van Nest Assembly of God in the Bronx. Jesus taught us to pray, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We believe that God's word for 2022 is to simply preach the gospel of the Lord Jesus to every people group in the earth. As we pray for the nations to hear about Jesus, we believe for a global awakening to our Savior. We invite you to listen to Pray for the Nations every Sunday at 1.30 p.m. Van Nest Assembly of God is located at 755 Rhinelander Avenue in the Bronx, between Holland and Wallace Avenues. VanNestAssembly.com provides more information about the continuing education classes with Berean School of the Bible through Global University. These courses are designed to help fulfill your calling as a church leader, layperson, or for your personal enrichment. Tune in to Pray for the Nations every Sunday at 1.30 p.m. VanNestAssembly.com You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors & Sullivan Broadcast Studio. Ding dong, ding dong, that is the song with joyful ring of caroling. One seems to hear words of good cheer from everywhere, filling the air. While people sing songs of good cheer, Christmas is here. Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry, 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 Merry Christmas. Breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. So glad to have you with us on this Friday edition. Uh, You probably haven't given much thought to it, but, you know, there's um, alarming statistics across the board about what's happening with um, pastors and with uh, young people um, and with with, uh, churches even struggling to hold on in different parts of the country. And in the Northeast, we have our own share of unique circumstances. Uh, you have probably a greater uh, concentration of talent in many, many fields from finance to creative to you name it. Um, and you have higher financial pressures than just about anywhere else in the country. Maybe maybe in California, in the San Francisco area, it's comparable. But I, I think New York Tri-State is still probably the most expensive place to live. And to have a faithful witness and to have faithful encouragement is something that people are constantly looking to the church to provide. Well, what difference does any of it make? Well, for a little bit of clarification on this, let's turn to Dave Gustafson, who is the senior pastor at Jacksonville Chapel, uh, Lincoln Park, New Jersey. If you if you oftentimes are in northern New Jersey, you'll just hear it referred to as the chapel. Uh, but uh, people know uh, it very, very well, and he's been there for a couple of decades. Dave, it's good to have you on the radio. Thanks for being here. Hey, great to be here, Kevin. Thanks for having me. What's something unique that you face as a pastor in North Jersey that people may not know? Because we have a lot of pastors and churches that are listening that, that may be uh, more urban central. They may be more you know centrifugally focused on uh, the issues of the city. But our outlying areas have are as teemingly thronged with people as the city is. What are some of the unique challenges about where Jacksonville Chapel's at? Oh, man, where do you start? I mean, I think every church has... Uh, you know, has its unique challenges in every area. Um, I think churches that are, in general, that are on the coasts, whether it be the West Coast or Coast, um, the the secularization that we see in our culture is we're just a little ahead of 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 that curve, and that's not sure. necessarily a good thing. But uh, you know, if you look at what's happened in Western Europe and the kind of the turn away from God, I think we're experiencing that. Um, you know, here in this area, Northeast specifically, even even more than a lot of areas of the country. So the need is great. Yeah. Well, Jim Simula wrote a book a couple, two or three years ago, and he noted in it that the pastors were leaving the ministry at just an obscene rate. I, could, I don't remember the exact number, but it was something like 1,500 a month in the United States. And part of it is burnout, and part of it is the kind of... Um, not in, you know not being able to provide for their families etc there's lots of different uh, reasons but um you've been sure. at Jacksonville for a while and you're going to start being on the radio with us this coming Monday here in New York proper if you're listening anywhere else in the country you can listen on am570themission.com weeknights 6:30 p.m. 
um, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna enjoy uh, Pastor Dave's um, observations there. But um, what do you think is key or strategic in light of what you just said about what the Northeast is facing and how the local church can impact it? Yeah, you know, I think uh, the main thing, no matter what. No matter what's going on in culture, I think people need to see a living represent, uh, representation of Jesus. Hmm. And so uh, that's actually why, you know, we're titling uh, the program that we're doing more like Jesus, because yeah. um, that that never changes. And I think especially today with the uh, with the division in our country, with the angry discourse on social media, and I think what people just need to see more than anything is not just good teaching— but they need to see church communities that are uh, radically living out Christ-likeness. And that's sacrificial, and it's generous, uh, and it takes the power of the Holy Spirit to do it. But, man, the world needs that more more than it ever has. Certainly. Um, more like Jesus uh, coming to the WMCA Airwaves and online uh, Monday night, 6.30 Eastern, uh, to check that out, uh, am570themission.com, if you're listening online or tune in or wherever else you may uh, listen to your radio. People, do, A lot of people listen to the radio, just not on radios anymore. Uh, so uh, wherever you stream it from, uh, get it uh, through there. Um, Dave, let me ask you about the potential for the church as a community in the tri-state from where you sit to have an impact on the 20 million people that live here. Because within the sound of this radio signal, there are uh, in excess of 8,000 churches. You know, every year we, we try to honor uh, pastors with our annual pastors event here with Salem, New York. Uh, we've had more than 1,100 the last two times we've held that event. There's a lot of, um, there's a lot of community here that identifies with Jesus, wants to be his hands, eyes, feet uh, in the uh, world around them. Um, but what's kind of the unique ability for Christians to do so in such a hard and difficult place to live? And I, and I, I don't, that's not original phrase with me. I've talked to pastors that have said it is so hard to do ministry uh, here in the Northeast. What, what, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, 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 I think it is relative to some other places. Uh, like I said, um, the, the secularization is a little more advanced here than some other areas. Um, there's just a, uh, there's, there's somewhat of a hardening of, people's um, people's hearts toward the truth. And so that's that's tough. And I think what we've just been through the last couple of years with the pandemic and all the political division that went along with that, we've seen, sure. you know, some people pull out of churches. Um, we've seen some people shift either to other churches or no church at all. That's discouraging for pastors. And, uh, you know, in some ways, pastors have just felt sort of beleaguered by all the rapid change. Um so, you know, that's been that's been tough. I, I think, you know, you mentioned all the churches that are in this area. Man, we need each other. Yeah. I know that, um, you know, we're 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 a larger church, um, not as large as some. But sometimes people in larger churches, especially don't think they think we, we're fine. We don't need any, anything else. But even in my church context, we just need to we need to intentionally fellowship as pastors. Uh, we need to support each other. We need to have friends in other churches that we know, that we pray for, that we get together with. That's just so valuable now, I think, more than it ever has been. Yeah. So people are going to tune in on Monday. Um, Dave, what are they going to experience, and what do you hope they get from More Like Jesus uh, Monday night at 630? Yeah, I'm so excited about that, and uh, just appreciate the opportunity to, to work with you guys. Um, so uh, we're going to actually with a series that I did recently— um, that's from the book of Proverbs, and uh, it's called it's called Fountain of Life, and um, it's going to look at the timeless wisdom of the Proverbs, and I and I think what I, I love about Proverbs is you know everybody knows Proverbs lowercase p you know uh, you know the early bird catches the worm and you know we've got a million Proverbs in our in our uh, language, but the biblical Proverbs are Holy Spirit inspired. They are, um, I believe, all of Scripture is fulfilled in Jesus Christ. And so even the Proverbs, you know, He is the one, Jesus is the one who lived them out perfectly. It's His power we need in order for us to live them out. And so, man, we're going to walk through some of those key wisdom principles, what they look like in real life. Um, I'm a very applicational preacher. I'm a storyteller. So we're going to look at what they look like uh, when we, we live into these Proverbs. 
but always remind each other that it's only by the power of Christ uh, that we pull that off. So yeah. I'm just excited to get started. Well, we're excited to have you. So welcome aboard, and uh, hopefully uh, we get to fellowship in person soon. Appreciate your faithfulness in North Jersey for the 20-plus years that you've been there, and thanks for being with us today. My pleasure. God bless. There he goes. Dave Gustafson, pastor and teacher on More Like Jesus, uh, coming up Monday night at 630. And again, here in the area, you can get it on AM 570 or 102.3 FM, The Mission. Uh, But if you're listening anywhere else, you can go online uh, to am570themission.com. Gavin McCullough coming right back. Mitsubishi Motors year-end sales event is on now at Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey. You've waited for these savings all year. With inventories at near-best levels for many months, get a year-end deal on a great selection. New 2022 Mirage ES number NZ008368 starting at 17470 And the highly acclaimed 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander number NZ086139 starting at only $30,095 plus tax, license, and fees are just two examples of the year-end sales event going on now. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi. Just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. That's FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. Let's go. So right now may be the perfect time for you to rethink how you pay for health care. And here's why. Not only is it open enrollment for a lot of people, it's also a time you can join MediShare and save even more than usual. And it's true. The typical family switching to MediShare saves 500 bucks or more a month, which is obviously huge for a lot of people. But what's more, they like it. MediShare has double the customer satisfaction rate compared to health insurance. Double. There are 400,000 members. They've shared over $4 billion in medical bills. And it really is a great community, too. People encourage and pray for each other. And here's the thing. If you join MediShare Complete right now, they'll waive your new member fees and you'll save an additional 10% off all of 2023. That's right. No fee to join, 10% off every month of next year, but it's a very limited time offer. You have to sign up before December 31st. Great savings, great health care. Find out more. Call now, 844-45-BIBLE. That's 844-45-BIBLE. 844-45-BIBLE. Do you want to send your child to a Christian school but are overwhelmed by the cost? Then WMCA's Discount Tuition Program may be right for you. The Discount Tuition Program is a way for parents to send their children to a quality Christian school at half the cost of the annual tuition. We've partnered up with some of the leading schools in the New York, New Jersey metro area to help parents to reduce the costs and still have their children receive a quality, faith-based education. Here are just a few of the participating schools. Hawthorne Christian Academy, International Christian School, Carney Christian Academy. You can see the full list of participating schools at WMCA.com. WMCA is also offering each school the opportunity to promote their school with a full radio advertising campaign. For more information on how you can send your children to a Christian school at half the cost of the annual tuition or how you can get your school enrolled in the program, go to WMCA.com or call Rachel at 212-857-9630. That's 212-857-9630. Hello? Hey, stranger. Oh, hi. Thank goodness it's you. I was afraid to answer the phone. Why? What's up? The credit card companies are after me. They want me to make payments, and the calls never stop. Ouch. Been there before, but I got help from Trinity Debt Management. Trinity? Yeah. I called, and right away, Trinity contacted my creditors and got my interest rates cut in half. They ended all the late fees and over-limit charges, and they stopped those annoying phone calls. Bet that was a relief. Yep. Then they put me on a plan that consolidated my bills into one easy monthly payment. That way, I paid off my debt fast while saving thousands. Nice. Trinity even showed me how to plan and meet a monthly budget. So now I'm debt-free for keeps. Wow. Do you still have their number? Sure. Here, write this down and call 1-800-936-5496. Can you repeat that? 1-800-936-5496. That's 1-800-936-5496. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors & Sullivan Broadcast Studio. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! We three kings of Orient are bearing this. We 
confusion, amplifying truth, and pursuing clarity. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. I remember 20 years ago, people were talking about paint chips and saying the fact that, you know, when kids ate paint chips back in the day, uh, it brains up. And they thought that when we got the lead out of the paint, it actually affected crime 20 years later because people who had paint chips in their brain were like committing crimes when they grew up. I mean, it's probably true. So, okay, we got rid of the paint chips, but now we have TikTok brain. (laughs) And no one's convinced that it's gotten any better. Uh, That's Bill Maher from HBO. And uh, it's interesting to hear that analysis coming from someone who's uh, pretty far left of center. Uh, Charmaine Yost is back with us, and she always uh, brings very interesting perspectives on things that we discuss. And uh, Charmaine, I think that Bill Maher's onto something. Uh, we are we are we are programming our kids, whether we whether we admit it or not, we are programming them and the Chinese Communist Party and a whole bunch of other people are more than happy to let them just wander into these kind of mindless domains online and just have their way with them. Well, you know, Kevin, it's interesting because I used to do Politically Incorrect, that show that Bill Maher used to do before the one that he's got now. I used to do it a lot back in the mid-90s, I guess it was. And I always really liked it because it's always so interesting when you can find areas of agreement with somebody who's radically coming from a radically different viewpoint. And so this clip really kind of caught my attention because Bill is one of those, I don't know if he'd even call himself a liberal. He's more of a libertarian probably, but, you know, pretty, pretty opposed to our viewpoint. But like this, you know, he's he's willing to be honest about social issues when he looks out there at the culture. And this one really, really grabbed me. They went on to discuss in the panel in particular about how the advent of social media has been so destructive for young girls with the this pressure to constantly have a camera in your face. Um, maybe it's a little bit sexist because there's a lot of toxicity for, for guys, too. But um but in particular, young girls being told that they have to look a particular way and yeah. act a particular way. I don't and, think that's sexist. You know, I think that, you know, women fight that if there were merely mirrors on planet Earth, they would be fighting that issue because of the way the rest of the culture responds to them. So I think it is a unique issue. And I think that you're you're dead on. Well, and honestly, Kevin, I you know, I think there's a real conversation to be had here. And you and I could probably talk for hours, given the fact that we're both parents of girls. And so we care really much about this issue. It, you know, I distinctly remember the point that they talked about in this in this clip where social media started. And I remember sitting on my couch, setting up my Twitter account with my with my kids when they were when they were younger. And I look back and I just think, you know, we had no idea, Kev, at the time what we were buying into. And I i mean, I was concerned at the time a little bit because we all knew about the problems of porn online. You know, the problems and the threats of, of the Internet in general were already something many of us were concerned about. But the unique challenges that have unfolded and that have been unleashed in our culture from the immersion into social media that teenagers growing up today have been subjected to, I think, is is a real challenge. And I don't think any of us have any real great answers to it. Now, I do think there is the argument that social media is kind of a modern marketplace. And in some ways, it's kind of the town square. Um, and I certainly am a big fan of what I'm seeing from Elon Musk so far. Uh, I'd be even a bigger fan if mine is among those 62,000 uh, suspended accounts that he's planning on giving amnesty to soon. Um, but I, I just I do think that we need a, a more robust conversation about it because the way that our public leaders are ignoring the TikTok issue, it's just crazy to me that uh, we're just we're just having such a free hand, letting them have such a free hand with it. Well, let me pick up on a on a kind of a small point that you made that I think is actually really important. You mentioned your son's Chromebook that he got at school. My yeah. son was given a full on MacBook when he went to high school for free, paid for by paid for by taxpayers. And I, you know, it's like, this is what makes it so hard for parents because, you know, neither you nor I are Luddite. You're making the point, like the technology that we are currently using right this very minute to create this, to create this show is, you know, it's a tool, but it's like in terms of from a parenting perspective, the, 
the tools are so pervasive. Just the fact that my son has that kind of access to a Mac is that's new even within my span of my older kids didn't have anything like that. So it's like it keeps evolving. It's warp speed and developing tools and structures and social norms that are healthy and helpful to young kids is lagging behind the warp speed pace of the technology. It's going to require a ton of intentional uh, focus from parents to be in front of it. And I don't even know that, that I'm fully up to the, to the challenge, but I'm, ho- I'm hoping to be. It's my prayer. Charmaine, we got to run, but I always appreciate your insights. Thanks for helping us think. Great to be with you. You too. Kevin McCullough coming right back. Gregory Floyd, host of Reaching Out, gets answers to the tough questions from people in the know. With us, very special guest, Michael E. McMahon, the district attorney from Staten Island. Many law enforcement officials have been sounding alarm about the new criminal justice laws that will go into effect. Can you discuss your major concerns in the areas of discovery and bail reform? Sure. If someone burgles a house on Monday night and it would be released the next day, could do it again on Tuesday night to another home, and it could be found in his or her pocket, a picture of my home, playing for Thursday night, the judge has to let that person go, because burglary is not a violent crime. So what the legislature did is it tied the hands of judges. Excuse me for a second. I'm going to be sick. New York State is open for criminals. It's Reaching Out with Gregory Floyd. Saturday afternoons at 4.30 on AM 570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission, WMCA. 45 years of God's Word. The Word of God is going to show me where to go and where not to go. Truth. If God is not in absolute control of all things, who is? Wisdom. Obey God, leave all the consequences to Him. Watch Dr. Stanley anytime on Local Now throughout your day. Your trusted source for biblical teaching. In Touch Plus, streaming free on Local Now. Go to intouch.org slash plus to find out more. WMCA welcomes the new show, More Like Jesus, with Pastor Dave Gustafson. The missing piece to all of this is Jesus. And here's why. Because Jesus died on the cross for our sins. And by doing that, he connected us with the power of God. Listen Monday through Friday evenings at 6.30, beginning December 5th. And I realize that to the world, it seems foolish, but it's not. It is the key to all of this. More Like Jesus on AM 570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission, WMCA. AM 570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission, WMCA. Listen online at WMCA.com. Tune in iHeart Alexa or Odyssey.com. This is Pastor Matthew Recker with the Heritage of Faith Conversations program. Join us every Sunday night at 6 p.m. to get Bible questions answered live on the air. Join us Sunday night at 6 p.m. Drowning in IRS debt? If you can't afford to pay your IRS debt due to economic hardship, you can now be free of IRS collection efforts by taking advantage of a special IRS tax hardship program. This program allows Americans who owe the IRS to resolve their delinquent tax debt once and for all. In some cases, maybe even reducing what you owe significantly. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Simply dial 800-555-88. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back or have years of unfiled tax returns, help is standing by. Just call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-555-88 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your social security check. Call 800-555-88 to see if you qualify. That's 800-555-88. You committed the crime of carrying Bible literature into China. Your second crime is that you want more and more North Koreans to believe in Jesus. I said, yes, I'm guilty. Jesus never promised his followers an easy path. In fact, he told his disciples that the world would hate them. Join host Todd Nettleton as we hear their inspiring stories and learn how we can help on the Voice of the Martyrs radio network. Listen Sunday morning, 830 on WMCA. Want more of AM570 The Mission and our hosts? Then interact with us. Follow us on Twitter for encouraging tweets, what's coming up on the radio, news from our ministries, deals from our advertisers, and more. Our handle is at AM570 The Mission. Come tweet with us. 
You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors & Sullivan Broadcast Studio. Yeah, I'm happening in New York or across the globe. Learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, so glad to have you this and so glad to have Governor Mike Huckabee back with us, uh, especially since he's still beaming ear to ear. I just can't get him to stop smiling about the fact that his daughter's going to be the uh, next governor of Arkansas. I just, just cut it out, Gov. Stop. Stop smiling. It's it's uh, you, you, the rest of the company, uh, country didn't have quite as good a night as you guys did in Arkansas. Well, there's nothing I can say other than it was a wonderful night. But it's kind of interesting. Sarah is now finding that, as I tried to tell her, the real work is not the campaign. It's after you get elected, and then you got to find, you know, a thousand people to put in all these slots to staff your uh, office. But she's prepared for it, and she's working hard, and she's already selecting some fantastic people. And every time I see the uh, people that she's putting around her, I'm thinking – Smart, smart choices. She's going to yeah. do well. Well, speaking of selecting people, um, this week the Democrats uh, selected Hakeem Jeffries, uh, who I, I believe his uh, he's his the most famous thing that he probably had happened to him is that he uh, he has had a brother I believe that was in serious trouble with the law, and uh, there, there's there's such great uh, color of uh, backstory and, and all kinds of things before he ever came to Congress. But now you've got a guy in, in Hakeem himself that actually denies uh, election outcomes. And this is now going to be the new Nancy Pelosi, the new leader for the Democrats in the Congress. I just find it amazing the Democrats have been screaming about that anyone who is an election denier is a threat to democracy, an enemy of democracy, and they just elected an enemy of democracy to run their party in the House of Representatives. So I don't think you're going to be hearing a lot about election deniers anymore uh, because they kind of lost their moral ground on that since Hakeem Jeffries has been not just once, but a repeated offender in this whole idea that the election of Donald Trump was uh, on the up and up. He has yeah. repeatedly said it was an illegitimate election. Trump really wasn't the president. And if that's not election denying, there's no such thing. I've said but, to people, look, I'm an election denier. I believe we have one every two years. So I don't deny we have them. I just sometimes <laughs> wonder if they're all completely uh, uh, legit. That's that's not denying the election. It's asking questions. But yeah. now that Hakeem Jeffries is the uh, House Minority Leader. Welcome to the world of election denying, and let's just make sure that we don't let them forget what he said. My wife's been very flummoxed by this next story. The Biden administration has some pretty colorful characters in it, uh, one of which is a man posing as a woman who is supposedly an admiral and supposedly in charge of some sort of health uh, concerns for the United States people. Uh, But this other guy was part of the uh, the nuclear team and i guess he his his job had something to do with um you know tracking what our nuclear supplies were but regularly wore stiletto heels uh appeared in in official state functions where he would go and represent the US uh in women's garb uh and now he's been charged with stealing women's luggage at the airport governor is this the party of John F. Kennedy and Daniel Poitri- Patrick Moynihan? They'd be rolling in their graves to think about this. Here's what's really bizarre about this particular individual. Uh, we can't even find out. He's been the, the agency has been asked repeatedly, the White House has, is this guy still being paid by the taxpayers? And nobody seems to want to give an answer. All they will say that he's is on leave. Well, his leave ought to be permanent. I mean, here's the interesting thing. This is not like, oh, I accidentally picked up a bag that looked like mine. He didn't check a bag on the flight. And when he picked up that bag at the airport, the video camera show that he tore off the luggage tag that would identify who the owner was. And he then hurried out with a bag that he knew was not his or hers or its. However, he wishes to be identified since he plays he's non-binary, whatever that's supposed to mean. 
but non-binary does not exempt you from being a petty criminal stealing somebody's luggage off the carousel at the Minneapolis airport. I find it to be true, Governor, that in the human experience, when you begin to deny, to deny objective truth, that over time there is really no such thing as truth. So if you say there is no ultimate truth, then there's no God, there's no right or wrong, and eventually it's what what I can yield in terms of power that's going to give me uh, what I want in life as opposed to what uh, you have or what you can exert against me. And I don't think there's a better understanding of this than watching the modern-day Democratic Party as godless and as um, kind of morality-free as they are. I mean, if, if you are the party that thinks there's nothing wrong in taking of innocent children's lives, if you have no uh, shame in your system to say that some of this stuff just isn't right, there's no way that you're going to think that taking someone's bag off a luggage rack is, is that big of a deal. Of course it wouldn't be. And I think you make a very astute point that once you begin to deny that there is any such thing as objective truth, then there isn't any truth at all. Therefore, there's no yeah. God. But I will say this. The Democrats have a God, but the God that they created is a God of their own creation. And it largely is what was created rather than a creator. They worship the environment. They worship sexuality. They worship mm -hmm. their own sense of importance and also emotionalism. And they do that at the expense of objective truth and a sense of personal responsibility. Why else do you justify having drag queen story hour for six and seven year old kids? What yeah. on earth does that do to enhance the educational experience of a five, six or seven year old kid? Nothing. It's grooming. Yeah. That's all in the world it is. And it's just absolutely amazing that people justify it. But they have no nerve endings to tell them that it's wrong. I mean, that's that's how dead they are in their in their sense of, of the right and wrong. Anyway, uh, what's on the Big Huckabee show this weekend? We've got Matt Gates going to be on our show. I'll be asking him why he is uh, reluctant to support Kevin McCarthy, because I'm trying to figure out, OK, Matt, I've known you a long time. You're a good guy, but uh, not sure what the end game here is. So we'll certainly be talking about that. But also, do the other Republicans have the courage to take office in January and really insist on some accountability that we must see in terms of our uh, public officials at the FBI, the DOJ, and on the January 6th committee. So yeah. it'll be a fascinating conversation. Um, we have a big musical lined up tonight for Christmas. It's going to be spectacular. And uh, David McGee, the magician, is going to be with us. A really wonderful Huckabee show. I yeah. promise everyone watch it. A little something for everybody, it sounds like. All right, uh, Governor, uh, we will talk to you again next week. Have a great one, and uh, thanks for being here. Always my pleasure. Thanks, Kevin. You got it. Kevin McCullough coming right back. My final thought for the day next. Hi, Kevin McCullough. When you think of the word leprosy, you probably think of biblical times. You think of Jesus and how he healed a leper when everyone else told him to stay away from him because he was dirty and diseased. But leprosy still exists. That's right. Not in most of the Western world, but in some of the places that are hardest to reach for human beings, leprosy still takes lives. It still takes the humanity out of an individual, and it still separates individuals from their family and loved ones. The amazing thing is you can reunite that member with their family for only $30. The American Leprosy Mission, who we've worked with now for nearly five years in a row, they have helped us with your help literally cure 2,000 plus people of this disease and reunite them in time for Christmas. Would you help us do it again this year? Call 800-979-1980. Go to WMCA.com to give online or call 800-979-1980. That's 800-979-1980. 800-979-1980. Listen to your favorite Christian programs anytime on the OnePlace app. Download and listen offline. Stream to your car or automated home device. Download OnePlace at Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Hi, Kevin McCullough. I want to talk to you about a great family tradition in celebrating the birth of Christ right here in the middle of New York. In fact, at Carnegie Hall on December the 15th at 730 in the evening, imagine yourself singing Christmas carols with Keith and Kristen Getty, a big choir and 2,000 of your best friends here in New York. 
The Gettys just got their first Grammy nomination, and they're going to have Grammy winner Ricky Skaggs joining them. And then it's going to be an evening of worship and Christmas caroling with Celtic, bluegrass, classical, and modern music all wrapped up in a vibrant celebration of Christmas. Sing an Irish Christmas at Carnegie Hall, December 15th. Learn more at gettymusic.com slash NYC. That's gettymusic.com slash NYC. yourself a merry little Christmas let your heart be light what you need to know when you need it Kevin McCullough Radio so glad to have you with us and uh, I want to say a big thank you to uh, Michael Presser who uh, just yesterday uh, you know, he was with us earlier in the week. Just yesterday, concluded uh, the Creating the Magic event. That was a stunned, uh, silent uh, auditorium when uh, that particular actress right there, who is the lead uh, playing the witch in the uh, Broadway show Into the Woods, uh, you could have you could have heard a pin drop when she started her song because. A thousand kids from different New York public cities, uh, New York City public schools uh, had been bused to the St. James Theater uh, right here in Times Square. And uh, they were they were put uh, they just had a, a great, great uh, like late morning uh, field trip. Uh, they got to see from behind the scenes with the uh, the instrumentalists and how sound effects are produced to the business office and the guy coming out talking about uh, how they how they run the business of the theater to the uh, casting directors to the choreography directors to the uh, lighting they did a whole lighting demo of how they light the theater during the the particular show called Into the Woods which is the one playing at the St. James right now and then they had a couple of performances one from an understudy and one from the uh, star of the show that you just heard and then when when they hit their last note like the ecstatic roar of those kids it was just it was just so heartening uh, because these are kids many of whom uh, probably had never even considered the idea that they'd ever get to go see a Broadway show much less be in a theater much less have uh, the potential of maybe considering doing something about that uh, for a living and uh, I want to say that uh, Michael's crew they've been doing this for 40 years and what a great, great um, uh, job. Inside Broadway is the uh, organization that Michael runs, and it was, it was just a phenomenal event. More than 1,000 kids uh, showed up for it. Uh, the whole uh, 44th Street was just covered in, in yellow school buses, uh, but uh, they just enjoyed every minute of it. And Michael and his team are to be congratulated, and to be congratulated that they've been able to do this for 40 years with uh, a lot of the um, more well-known shows over the years, Lion King, cats etc uh but uh, into the woods the one that they are uh, doing this year and what a what a great 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 uh time and experience it was big big fan of what they're doing there all right kevin mccullough listen tomorrow night on the salem news channel at 9 p.m i have got a a whale of a show harris faulkner is going to be with us uh the number one highest rated uh news anchor on the fox news channel Jody Benson, the original Ariel from The Little Mermaid. She's in a new thing called The Wing Feather Saga, which is released tonight, actually. She gives us a behind-the-scenes view of what's going on on the set of The Wing Feather Saga. Uh, we will speak with musicians uh, Keith and Kristen Getty, Allie Holcomb, uh, songwriter Andrew Peterson, producer uh, Chris Wall, and Lindsey Sterling, the little violin phenom that's climbing the charts in the New Music Spotlight. I told you, it's going to be an enormous show. You have to check it out. Radio Night Live, the OG, on the Salem News Channel. Just go to snc.tv, 9 p.m., snc.tv at 9 p.m., or download the app on any device. Kevin McCullough, have a great weekend.